Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're turning in from. This is the Moving Forward Podcast. Thank you for joining. Tonight, what we will be discussing is our mindset and eight successful habits that lead to a winning mindset. How many of you know if you change your mind, you change your life? If we stop doing thinking the stinking thinking, we will be positive. We will be able to put away those things that distract us, those things that take us off focus. You have to have your mind together. You have to have your mind set on what God has told you to do. We cannot reach our level of success if our mind is not set on reaching our level of success. If we're worrying about what somebody's saying, what they're doing, what they're doing in their business, what they're doing in their careers, you can't very well worry about them and focus on you. So tonight we're going to discuss the eight successful habits that lead to a winning mindset. The first one is an affirmation. This is when you think of something positive to say about you. For example, I'm going to achieve my goal. I'm going to be a homeowner. I am a best-selling author. Those are the type of things you, and that's a form of speaking life. Your affirmation, you're speaking life about yourself. You're speaking life about your business. That's number one. Make you an affirmation. If you haven't done it, Make you an affirmation. I tell you all the time, it's the I am statements. I am whatever comes behind I am is going to come chasing after you. Trust and believe it's going to come chasing after you. But first and foremost, you have to believe the affirmation that you're saying to yourself. You have to believe that for yourself. Number two, negative visualization. Negative visualization involves picturing yourself losing what you have. While that doesn't sound positive, right? It's, it's just a useful exercise for us to use. For example, imagine your car vanished out of the driveway and you weren't able to replace it. Really imagine how that would affect your life. You won't be able to go to work, church, go to dinner, any of that, because your car is gone, right? You may be able to go, but you won't be able to take yourself. You have to depend on somebody else. So next time you jump in your car, you'll be grateful to have it. How is this a successful habit? You'll begin to treat where you are in life as a gift because it doesn't have to happen. God did not have to wake you up this morning to see another day, but he did. Be grateful, practice being grateful on a daily basis. Your problems will be of small consequence because you'll be so grateful for all the things you have going on. You have to practice being grateful. Practice humility and being grateful and thankful for where you are right now. Because it could have been another way. December 18, 1990, I could have been dead and gone. But God saw fit to 
keep a hedge of protection around me so I will be here for a time such as this to help you, 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 and you to realize your full potential so you can walk with your head up. No more holding your head down. No more feeling sorry for yourself. No more having pity parties. For me, I don't have those anymore. I used to, but God said, I had a come to Jesus meeting. God and I, we have a come to Jesus meeting. And he said, what you feeling like that for? Then I told you what was going to happen. I told you to follow me and you've done just that. Don't get discouraged because it seems like somebody is moving a little bit faster than you are. I want you to move like a turtle and I want you to have the fortitude of a giraffe. Y'all catch that now. The third one, you're choosing love. Happiness is love. Choosing to have loving relationships in our lives is a big key to success and happiness. When it comes to love, you're much more likely to get after you give. You give love, you're going to get give. You're going to get love, excuse me. You give love, you're going to get love. Spend some time on building loving relationship with friends, family, and even your pets. Those people that, that try to do you wrong, love them anyway. Because the first commandment from God is for us to love. He didn't say like them. He said love them. We might not like their ways, but we love them as a person. We love them as as their own individual people. Love people where they are. Don't try to put them in your box and don't you try to fit in theirs. Number four, gratitude. This habit is all about seeing the positive things in life. Being in a constant state of gratitude is what helps people carry on even in the toughest of times. Developing this mindset is as simple as keeping a gratitude journal. There we go, that word journal again. Simply write down three positive encounters that you had a part in creating every day. Your brain will begin to recognize positive situations unfolding and you can take full advantage of them. Gratitude also insulates you from the negativity in the world. If you only notice the bad things happening in life, it's going to cause you to stress. Stress is not good for anyone. Stress causes different types of disease, different types type of things to start um, attacking your body. And we don't want that. So leave the negativity. Negativity equals stress. Gratitude equals life-building happiness. Number five, solution-oriented. Framing is the concept of viewing things from different perspectives. Most of us get stuck in a problem framework where we see the problem and don't search for solutions. We have to work towards the solutions. Look for the solutions and not the problem. A successful habit is to shift into using a solution-based perspective. When a problem arises, 
Don't complain, dwell, or try to place blame. Simply start thinking of solutions to the problem and work at getting the things back on track. Not only will this make you valuable in the eyes of others, it's going to make you feel capable and confident. When you think of solutions, it will make you capable and confident. We are so you need to be solution oriented and not focusing on the problem. Yeah, there's a problem, but I'm a solution solver. I'm going to solve the problem. I'm not going to dwell on the problem. Yes, we had a problem. We made a mistake. Let's fix it like this. Don't, don't place blame. Yes, it may have been me or it may have been you, but we're not going to sit there and play the blame game. We're going to come up with logical solutions to get past the problem that, that we're looking at right now. So number six, Thinking flexibly. There's a reason stubbornness is not considered a virtue. Inflexible people don't lead effective lives. The more flexible you are, the more you will succeed. Consider the quote from Thomas Edison. I have not failed 700 times. I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving that those 700 ways will not work. When I have eliminated the ways that will not work, I will find the ways that will work. That's what I tell you. We go back to the drawing board. You think it's a failure. I say it's a trial and error when you're working your business, when you're living your life, when you, when you begin to live your life on purpose. Yes, it, it, your life is not perfect. The things that you go after, they're not perfect. It's not a roadmap that's saying you do this and you're going to get this result. You do this, you're going to get this result. You might have a roadmap, but along that roadmap, you're going to fail your way to where you're trying to go to. And it's okay to fail. Just don't stay there. Once you fail, go back to the drawing board and ask God, what is it that I need to change to make sure this time is a success? Once you figure out what the failure is, you go and change that so that can be a success. Number seven. Now that was number six, thinking flexibly. You have to be flexible. You just can't be standing there saying, I'm not going to move to the right or to the left, but you have customers. You have people that need your help over here, but you're standing right here. You, you can't do that. You have to be flexible in your walk, in your journey, in your business, in your spiritual journey. You have to be flexible just because You've been in church all your life. That doesn't mean that you know everything. That doesn't mean that you have everything sold up because you don't. We don't. We, if we are honest with ourselves, each and every one of us are at the point we're learning something every day. Trust and believe. If you're not learning something, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time every day. You should be learning something every day. Number seven, curiosity. Being intensely curious is a massive part of success. Look at the most successful people today 
And this is a common trait you will find across all of them. Cultivating a curiosity mindset requires that you ask lots of questions, learn new skills wherever you can and search for the silver lining in failure. You walk into new challenges just to see if there's some value to extract. You need curiosity to spot the opportunities that others won't see and ultimately to lead a fulfilling life. You have to be curious. You have, you know, sometimes we say, oh, that those children, they're so curious. They just want to get into things that you need to be as curious as those children. You need to be as curious as they are so you can live a fulfilling life. As if you see children, they, they may see you do something. They're going to go behind you and try to do it. They're being curious because they, they in, in their head, they're wondering, how did you do that? How did that happen? That is so, so uh, fascinating to them. They're curious about it. So, yes, they're going to ask you questions. How did you do this? The biggest thing this time of year, we don't have a, we don't have a, have a, um, a chimney. How Santa Claus getting in? You know, they're curious about things of that nature. So we need to be curious about our business. We need to be curious about what is it? What is the next product? What's the other next service that I'm going to offer to my customers? What is it, the next deal that I'm going to offer them to make them want to patronize me? Be curious. Last but not least optimistic. We can be positive at all times, but taking on an optimistic mindset is still worthwhile. Life rewards people who delay gratification and grind away at task. Let me say that again. Life rewards people who delay gratification and grind away at task. Gratification. Oh, you did good. Oh, that's a good job. I don't even need that because I'm still grinding. I'm still working. I'm still hustling, as my daughter would say. I'm still moving. I'm still making things happen. So I don't need that. Let's go and make this happen. Let's make this happen. I'm still grinding away at tasks, different tasks that I that I have to do, different tasks that that God gives me to 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 develop within my business, within my brand. It takes without an optimistic mindset, you're bound to give up early and often. You need to believe that the journey is worthwhile. It takes more than just thinking positive to adapt an optimistic mindset. It involves avoiding excessive negativity. For example, like what can can often be found on the evening news and surrounding yourself with other optimists. The reality is that we get one shot at life, one a great mindset is the essential ingredient to a successful life. These successful habits will teach you to maintain an optimal mindset regardless of the situation you find yourself in. Always be optimistic. 
always be optimistic. See the silver lining. See the, <clears throat> see the light at the end of the tunnel. Once you're optimistic on that level, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Tunnel, And as long as you're grinding, as long as you're working, you'll mess around. You won't see a tunnel. It'll just be light and you're walking towards the light. Keep it in the center lane. Focus on God. Don't look to your left or the right because they're going to swallow you up on the right. Those are called distractions. Y'all be blessed. This is our episode for tonight. Is what It was a winning mindset. The eight successful habits that lead to a winning mindset. You all be blessed. Your level of success is right in front of you. You have to keep moving. You can't stop it because somebody says you, you're not going to make it. Somebody says you're not going to amount to anything, but God has given you an assignment. And I decree and declare that the assignment God has given you, you're going to fulfill what he has told you to do. The formula to success is believe in God's word. Believe what God's word says about you. Believe in you and never give up on you. And your success is now. Be blessed. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you're turning in from. This is the Moving Forward Podcast. Thank you for joining. Tonight, what we will be discussing is our mindset and eight successful habits that lead to a winning mindset. How many of you know if you change your mind, you change your life? If we stop doing thinking the stinking thinking, we will be positive. We will be able to put away those things that d- distract us, those things that take us off focus. You have to have your mind together. You have to have your mind set on what God has told you to do. We cannot reach our level of success if our mind is not set on reaching our level of success. If we're worrying about what somebody's saying, what they're doing, what they're doing in their business, what they're doing in their careers, you can't very well worry about them and focus on you. So tonight we're going to discuss the eight successful habits that lead to a winning mindset. The first one is an affirmation. This is when you think of something positive to say about you. For example, I'm going to achieve my goal. I'm going to be a homeowner. I am a best-selling author. Those are the type of things you, and that's a form of speaking life. Your affirmation, you're speaking life about yourself. You're speaking life about your business. That's number one. Make you an affirmation. If you haven't done it, Make you an affirmation. I tell you all the time, it's the I am statements. I am whatever comes behind I am, it's going to come chasing after you. Trust and believe it's going to come chasing after you. But first and foremost, you have to believe the affirmation that you're saying to yourself. You have to believe that for yourself. Number two, negative visualization. Negative visualization involves picturing yourself losing what you have. While that doesn't sound positive, right? It's it's just a useful exercise for us to use. For example, imagine your car vanished out of the driveway and you weren't able to replace it. Really imagine how that would affect your life. 
You won't be able to go to work, church, go to dinner, any of that, because your car is gone, right? You may be able to go, but you won't be able to take yourself. You have to depend on somebody else. So next time you jump in your car, you'll be grateful to have it. How is this a successful habit? You'll begin to treat where you are in life as a gift because it doesn't have to happen. God did not have to wake you up this morning to see another day, but he did. Be grateful. Practice being grateful on a daily basis. Your problems will be of small consequence because you'll be so grateful for all the things you have going on. You have to practice being grateful, practice humility and being grateful and thankful for where you are right now, because it could have been another way. December 18, 1990, I could have been dead and gone, but God saw fit to keep a hedge of protection around me. So I will be here for a time such as this to help you, 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 and you to realize your full potential. So you can walk with your head up. No more holding your head down. No more feeling sorry for yourself. No more having pity parties. For me, I don't have those anymore. I used to, but God said, I had a come to Jesus meeting. God and I, we have a come to Jesus meeting. And he said, what you feeling like that for? Didn't I, I told you what was going to happen. I told you to follow me and you've done just that. Don't get discouraged because it seems like somebody is moving a little bit faster than you are. I want you to move like a turtle and I want you to have the fortitude of a giraffe. Y'all catch that now. The third one, you're choosing love. Happiness is love. Choosing to have loving relationships in our lives is a big key to success and happiness. When it comes to love, you're much more likely to get after you give. You give love, you're going to get give. You're going to get love, excuse me. You give love, you're going to get love. Spend some time on building loving relationship with friends, family, and even your pets. Those people that, that try to do you wrong, love them anyway. Because the first commandment from God is for us to love. He didn't say like them. He said love them. We might not like their ways, but we love them as a person. We love them as as their own individual people. Love people where they are. Don't try to put them in your box and don't you try to fit in theirs. Number four, gratitude. This habit is all about seeing the positive things in life. Being in a constant state of gratitude is what helps people carry on even in the toughest of times. Developing this mindset is as simple as keeping a gratitude journal. There we go, that word journal again. Simply write down three positive encounters that you had a part in creating every day. Your brain will begin to recognize positive situations unfolding and you can take full advantage of them. Gratitude also insulates you from the negativity in the world. 
if you only notice the bad things happening in life, it's going to cause you to stress. Stress is not good for anyone. Stress causes different types of disease, different types type of things to start um, attacking your body. And we don't want that. So leave the negativity. Negativity equals stress. Gratitude equals life building happiness. Number five, the solution oriented. Framing is the concept of viewing things from different perspectives. Most of us get stuck in a problem framework where we see the problem and don't search for solutions. We have to work towards the solutions. Look for the solutions and not the problem. A successful habit is to shift into using a solution-based perspective. When a problem arises, don't complain, dwell, or try to place blame. Simply start thinking of solutions to the problem and work at getting the things back on track. Not only will this make you valuable in the eyes of others, it's going to make you feel capable and confident. When you think of solutions, it will make you capable and confident. We are so you need to be solution oriented and not focusing on the problem. Yeah, there's a problem, but I'm a solution solver. I'm going to solve the problem. I'm not going to dwell on the problem. Yes, we had a problem. We made a mistake. Let's fix it like this. Don't, don't place blame. Yes, it may have been me or it may have been you, but we're not going to sit there and play the blame game. We're going to come up with logical solutions to get past the problem that, that we're looking at right now. So number six, Thinking flexibly. There's a reason stubbornness is not considered a virtue. Inflexible people don't lead effective lives. The more flexible you are, the more you will succeed. Consider the quote from Thomas Edison. I have not failed 700 times. I have not failed once. I have succeeded in proving that those 700 ways will not work. When I have eliminated the ways that will not work, I will find the ways that will work. That's what I tell you. We go back to the drawing board. You think it's a failure. I say it's a trial and error when you're working your business, when you're living your life, when you, when you begin to live your life on purpose. Yes, it, it, your life is not perfect. The things that you go after, they're not perfect. It's not a roadmap that's saying you do this and you're going to get this result. You do this, you're going to get this result. You might have a roadmap, but along that roadmap, you're going to fail your way to where you're trying to go to. And it's okay to fail. Just don't stay there. Once you fail, go back to the drawing board and ask God, what is it that I need to change to make sure this time is a success? Once you figure out what the failure is, you go and change that so that can be a success. 
Number seven. Now that was number six. Thinking flexibly. You have to be flexible. You just can't be standing there saying, I'm not going to move to the right or to the left. But you have customers. You have people that need your help over here. But you're standing right here. You, you can't do that. You have to be flexible in your walk, in your journey, in your business, in your spiritual journey. You have to be flexible just because you've been in church all your life. That doesn't mean that you know everything. That doesn't mean that you have everything sold up because you don't. We don't. We, if we are honest with ourselves, each and every one of us are at the point we're learning something every day. Trust and believe if you're not learning something, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time every day. You should be learning something every day. Number seven, curiosity. Being intensely curious is a massive part of success. Look at the most successful people today and this is a common trait you will find across all of them. Cultivating a curiosity mindset requires that you ask lots of questions. Learn new skills wherever you can and search for the silver lining in failure. You walk into new challenges just to see if there's some value to extract. You need curiosity to spot the opportunities that others won't see and ultimately to lead a fulfilling life. You have to be curious. You have, you know, sometimes we say, oh, that those children, they're so curious. They just want to get into things that you need to be as curious as those children. You need to be as curious as they are. So you can live a fulfilling life. As if you see children, they, they may see you do something. They're going to go behind you and try to do it. They're being curious because they, they in, in their head, they're wondering, how did you do that? How did that happen? That is so, so uh, fascinating to them. They're curious about it. So, yes, they're going to ask you questions. How did you do this? The biggest thing this time of year, we don't have a, we don't have a, have a, um, a chimney. How Santa Claus getting in? You know, they're curious about things of that nature. So we need to be curious about our business. We need to be curious about what is it? What is the next product? What's the other next service that I'm going to offer to my customers? What is it, the next deal that I'm going to offer them to make them want to patronize me? Be curious. Last but not least optimistic. We can't be positive at all times, but taking on an optimistic mindset is still worthwhile. Life rewards people who delay gratification and grind away at task. Let me say that again. Life rewards people who delay gratification and grind away at task. Gratification. Oh, you did good. Oh, that's a good job. I don't even need that because I'm still grinding. I'm still working. I'm still hustling, as my daughter would say. I'm still moving. I'm still making things happen. So I don't need that. Let's go and make this happen. Let's make this happen. 
I'm still grinding away at tasks, different tasks that I, that I have to do different tasks that, that God gives me to, to, to develop within my business, within my brand. It takes without an optimistic mindset, you're bound to give up early and often you need to believe that the journey is worthwhile. It takes more than just thinking positive to adapt an optimistic mindset. It involves avoiding excessive negativity. For example, like what can, can often be found on the evening news and surrounding yourself with other optimists. The reality is that we get one shot at life, one a great mindset is the essential ingredient to a successful life. These successful habits will teach you to maintain an optimal mindset regardless of the situation you find yourself in. Always be optimistic. Always be optimistic. See the silver lining. See the See the light at the end of the tunnel. Once you're optimistic on that level, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Tunnel, And as long as you're grinding, as long as you're working, you'll mess around. You won't see a tunnel. It'll just be light and you're walking towards the light. Keep it in the center lane. Focus on God. Don't look to your left or the right because they're going to swallow you up on the right. Those are called distractions. Y'all be blessed. This is our episode for tonight. Is what it was a winning mindset. The eight successful habits that lead to a winning mindset. You all be blessed. Your level of success is right in front of you. You have to keep moving. You can't stop it because somebody says you you're not gonna make it. Somebody says you're not going to amount to anything, but God has given you an assignment. And I decree and declare that the assignment God has given you, you're going to fulfill what he has told you to do. The formula to success is believe in God's word. Believe what God's word says about you. Believe in you and never give up on you and your success is now. Be blessed. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.